So this is our devotion for today. Today is the, the fifth day or sixth day. I think five. Yeah, July 5, 2021. Our topic is vested with all power. We are reading from the book of Revelation chapter 12 from verse 7 to 8, which says, And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. Pastor goes on to say, the Bible tells us that after the rapture, there will be a war in heaven. Satan and his demons will fight to retain their place in the heavenlies, but Michael and his angels will prevail over them, and Satan will be cast out into the earth, meaning that he will have no place anymore in the heavenlies. Do you understand? So it means this war, spoken about in Revelation 12, verse 7 to 8, has not happened. It's going to be after rapture. Someone might be wondering, does that mean Satan currently has a place in the heavenlies? The Bible says he does. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's according to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2 also says, Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now walketh in the children of disobedience. Oftentimes, when there is chaos, anarchy, and somewhere in a society, many don't realize that the devil is behind such things. From his place in the atmospheric realms, Satan runs families, cities, kingdoms, and nations, determining a lot of things that happen in them. Now let me quickly say this here. When, when the Bible talks about heavenlies, it's not just where God dwells. There is a heaven where God dwells. And there is, a, there is another heaven. Heaven does not mean a perfect place. It just means somewhere you know, beyond the earth. So there is a place where the demons also reside, together with the devil. So it's not just God, not just where God is, it's called heaven. In fact, some people... In the realm of spirituality. Yeah, the realm of spirituality. Some people also call... They are actually physical locations. Some people call the sky, the galaxy, where the stars are, the Milky Way, all of those stuff. They call them heavens too, sometimes. You know, in the Bible, days of the Old Testament, there wasn't much distinction. They didn't really understand the difference between the sky where God is. So everything was just called heaven. Alright, Pastor goes on to say uh, from his place, let me read that again, in atmospheric realms, Satan runs families, cities, kingdoms and nations, determining a lot of things that happen in them. That's why the scripture says that the spirit that is in the air, that means it can he, he resides somewhere above and he can operate in the earth anywhere he chooses to operate. This is why you cannot afford to sit idly by or be complacent why the devil runs rampage in your family, business, city, or nation. 
You need to learn how to pray and pray the right way. You need to learn how to use the name of Jesus and stand against the demonic powers that lure men into destruction and foment trouble in the nations of the world and around you. We've been vested with all power and authority in heaven and in the earth to subdue, dominate, and decimate satanic powers, their activities, and take charge of our world. We have the power to frustrate the devil and keep him under our feet. We are not helpless at all. You have the authority to determine what happens in your life, in the lives of your loved ones, in your nation, and around the world by using the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This is very important. One of the parts I found most important is this where pastor says, you have the authority to, to determine what happens in your life. Yes, we've been experiencing that. But it says, in the lives of your loved ones, that is a level higher. That means you don't just control what happens in your life. You can control what happens in the life of your relatives as well, your siblings, your parents. You know, sometimes we, we kind of feel incapacitated that, okay, if we talk to people, they cannot, they refuse to accept what we say. Their minds cannot be changed. And if their minds are not changed, what happens in their lives does not change. But Pastor Ma is telling us that we have the power to change them as well. What do you think that means? Like, how can that be achieved? Intercession. Intercession. That is just it. Because even their minds changing, if they refuse to accept it, you can pray for them to accept they are, they are not accepting, not because they don't want to, because the devil has deceived them, because the devil has put so much lies into their minds. And if we also recall, before we became born again too, there were things that, there are times that people preached to us and refused. But one day, we decided to accept Jesus, probably because someone was praying for us. Someone was interceding for us. And someone persisted. Someone decided I will keep on preaching to this person, regardless of what you know the rejection I face. So that is very powerful. That means there's nothing we can we cannot change. He also said that we can change our nation, we can change our world. Hallelujah. In the light of this thing, now, what how do you what do you think that you would like to change? Like in this country, in the world. You know, for me now. I'm, I'm quite passionate about, I believe that most of the power and most of the control in this world resides with the young ones. I know the old people have their ways too, but for, for, for example, Nigeria, the, the, the population is more of the young ones. So if the young ones have their mind well set, there's a lot of change that will, go, go, you know, that will happen. So in what aspects would you like to cause a change in your world? Um, the aspect of I think their minds, their thinking because I recall like the way, in, the, the Bible says that as a man thinketh in his heart so it is, yeah. so it's your thoughts, so your thoughts, the way your mind is who you are yes. actually, so I, I, I'm just I just recall um, the answers and the whole answers saga, the Lekki massacre and everything yeah. but it's not something I like to discuss openly but the truth 
the truth was that you know the young people or most people really young and old they they didn't focus on the truth you know regardless of how the truth doesn't sit well with you mm. or how uncomfortable you are with the truth the truth is the truth yes so what yeah. someone tells you for instance you, know, you do a, a work for somebody you work for someone person tells you that all you did is no good you you might feel honest yeah. But the truth is, that's if the person is being sincere. The truth is, what you did is actually not good. Yeah. So the truth is, you know, the fact that you are hurt doesn't doesn't um, cancel the fact that we did it yes. wasn't good actually. The truth is independence of your feeling or exactly, your opinion. Exactly. So so the the the, the concern I have for for Nigerians, not even just the young people, the young, the old, because. Uh, Everybody has an influence, as in a particular age range, every age group, they have an influence on, on the other ones. The older ones are parents to the younger ones. And as a parent, you have, you know, such level, a level of influence on your world or your child. Then as a young person, you have influence you know, on your friends or for your followers, not that in social media or your followers. And even as a kid, so you have influence on your own parents. So it's, just, it's more like a circle. So if we, if I believe that as Nigerians, if we get our minds right and the way we think right, a lot of things um, would would change. Okay, so you, you, so what you are saying is that based on what you have read now, that we have all power. So what's your power, what you are going to apply your ancestry power on is to the changing of the minds. The knowledge of the truth. They should they, they should see things according from from the you know angle of from the word of God. Okay, so okay, so yeah, we are going to be praying for Nigerians to see the to see the truth of the word of God, to have the accurate knowledge, right? Yes. Okay. And to always judge things by the word of God, not just by your emotions. I, I so if everybody would judge things by the word of God, that means everybody has to become Christians, right? That's it. Because if you if you want people to judge things by the word of God, that means they are first of all Christians. They know the word of God, and the, that's the, the truth is, if we are all, though some people will see it as being, what is this word now, being fa- a fanatic, you know. But the truth is, if everybody was a Christian in Nigeria, and we see things by the word of God, we have the right knowledge of the word of God, and we practice it, there will be so much change in this country. Things will be so much different. And if we even start with people that are already Christians. You start praying for them that they would know the truth and walk with the truth. You know, we have so much change because there are many people, many Christians in Nigeria, like the population of Christians is almost like 50%. But the effect we see is kind of so little. So it means that we need to, based on what you have said now, we need to pray for even Christians themselves yes, to know the truth. Yes, because some of the bad things that happened could have been avoided if they wouldn't have happened in the first place. Yes. If you were to judge rightly and be fair and be truthful. Alright, so that's what we are going to do this morning. We are going to pray. Since we know now that we have invested with all power, we are going to pray for Niger- for Christians in Nigeria first. And then the ones that are not Christians, so they need to become born again. What, what people don't like to hear is that there's an end to every life, every single human life on earth. And that, that end can come sooner 
than expected. But for us that are Christians, we know that we don't die. We choose to drop our lives when we want to, when we are done. In fact, we are, we are not even dying again. But Jesus is coming soon, so we are waiting for him to come. We are going together with him. But anyone that is not a Christian and dies is, is going to hell. It's going to hell. That's the truth. So everybody needs Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I saw... Let me, let me bring this discussion. One guy, you know him. His wife just died recently. His wife was a serious Christian. She attended one of the popular churches. No, that were, that were some of the, one of the churches that are known for praying well. I saw the guy's poem recently. Like, he's beginning to turn Antichrist. He's beginning to mock at God. To, you know, saying things like uh, uh, the, the, the way we accepted Jesus in Africa or in Nigeria. We accepted him like children with high fever, pointing accusing fingers at our God. Like the gods we had before the. You know, going back to how Christianity started, how it was, it came through colonialism. But we, you know, that, that kind of argument is not fair. Yes, it came to colonial masters, but does that does that mean the Christianity itself is bad? Because if that is the judgment, that means everything that came through the colonial masters should be bad. Edu- education is one of them. So it means education is faulty. It means the development is faulty. It means medicine, medical science is faulty and all of that. Anyway, not to take the argument too long. That is, going back to what we are saying, that's a Christian. That's someone that loved God. You know, one negative thing happened to him and his mind is all turned away. Just because he doesn't have the right knowledge of what the sovereignty of God is. Where God comes, where we come. You know, where, where we make the distinction between what we control and how we bring God into the situation. Maybe we'll talk about that. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing with what I'm saying. Like, the bottom line is that, <clears throat> like you said that, let's focus on Christians. There are truths that, no matter how, I remember the first time when, you know, when I met you and you were telling me that, yeah, I had a discussion and I got really angry at that discussion. <laughs> Yeah, like everything that happens to you, I can't forget. I remember the venue of that discussion. Everything that happens to you, you are the cause. I was so mad. I was like, how would you say, how dare you say anything that happens to you are the cause? Like, my best knowledge, I'm the kind of person that I'm a very moral person. I'm, I'm very meticulous. Anything I do, I try to do it well. You know, I don't do bad things. I'm very obedient as a child. But, you know, morality is not Christianity. Yes. Know, there is a life that comes when, when, when you're a Christian. So when you say that, and I was like, want to tell me that oh, I lost my, my knees. You told you, you are telling me that I'm the cause. You know, my mom is ill. You're telling me I'm the cause. You know, I had some health issues, and you're telling me I'm the cause. How am I the cause? I live like every other person is living. You know, life happens, like people will say, life happens, and you say I'm the cause. I'm, I'm just a victim of circumstance. But in retrospect, looking at it now, I'm actually the cause. Because the, according to the word of God, he has given us all authority. And the fact that I have accepted Jesus Christ, I have a name. 
that is above every other name. And at the mention of the name of Jesus Christ, every name bows. You know, and the Bible also tells us that if your faith be as tiny as a mustard seed, yeah. you, you you can move mountains. You say to the mountain, move and be cast in the sea. Yes, and it happens without doubt in your mind. Yes. You know, so when I got hold, like, I think it's like a year now, a year and some more, that I got hold of the truth of the word of God, how you can use it to change whatever situation. Mm-hmm. I started thinking, I said, that, oh, what you say is actually true. Actually, because did I kill my, my knees? Mm-hmm. No. But I could have saved that situation yes, yes. if I had the right knowledge. knowledge yes. I, I, I and ignorance is not an excuse. It's not an excuse. I was, and then that time I, I was going around like studying men of God that I thought. So I studied um, um Pastor Idahosa. Yes. And he was just a little it was a it was a young person when he raised someone from the dead. Just with just, the truth of knowledge of yes, just was not the, even baptized yes, in the spirit. Just with the truth of the, no, the truth and the knowledge of the word of God. Yeah. That was all. I was like, wow. So I got that that truth. And ever since then, I've been applying it that has been working for me. So actually, you you, you are the cause. So it's not the cause. It's the, it's the guy now, mm-hmm. he didn't kill his wife like, oh, poison yes. her or do anything. Yeah. But the fact that he's a Christian, you know, yes. there's something that... And people, even her, there's some things that she did not know. Yes, yes. So, no, it looked like, oh, yeah, oh, oh you're blaming her for, the, for her death. And yes, me. yes. There, there are things that you will know that some things cannot happen to you. Yes, and, and there's something you told me that death comes with acceptance. Exactly. And my mom also told me that too. My, my mom doesn't have so much knowledge, but my mom is someone that she's very open to learn. Yes. So she shared with me that when she gave birth to my sister, she had stroke and she had a lot of complications. Yeah. And the death that like death was looking at her hmm. but she refused yeah so she told me that it's true death is actually comes with tired like let me just end this thing yeah give up that once you give up you, like you release yourself to death yes. that death doesn't actually snatch apart from maybe accident even at that point even accident there is... i've heard a story the one one brother in our ministry christ embassy like he was pressed down by a vehicle he was dead he was dying Every other person in the accident died. He said he, he was saying that he refused to die. He was not talking mm-hmm. because he did not even have the power to do that. He was saying it in his mind. Eventually, he did not die. Yeah, you can continue. So, you know, getting that revelation, you know, this is someone that she doesn't even have, but there's some truths that people will not want to share with you. Yes. Because they don't feel like oh, what I'm saying is wrong. What I'm saying, they don't want to you share some truth. Marginalized truth. Yeah. Truths that is sensitive. Yeah, they don't want to share it. But because when my my, my, my sister's husband died, you know, people that were there said that, oh, he was saying that, oh, God, this is how I'm going to be. Yeah. That's already like an acceptance at that yeah. point. You're already accepting it. Yeah. Now you say, after everything I'm done for you, are already accepting it. So that's when you would have commanded, you say, the name of Jesus, everything that has a name. The name of Jesus is higher. So this every and everything is everything has a name. name. If it doesn't have a name, it's a thing. Yes. A thing is a the name. name of thing. <laughs> so you use the name of Jesus. So you don't have you don't so it's, it's and, just... and do you know the beautiful thing? You know when Jesus Christ said that if you have faith like a mustard seed, lamb is tiny. Mm. I've seen a mustard seed before. Like it's like sand, grain of sand. But do you know that a Christian does not have that? If you are a Christian, you believe in Jesus. Your faith is far bigger than that of a tiny seed. Because I, I, I wanted to even say so something. So that means our condition has been met. I, I wanted to even say something. Say that 
I used to see, I hear people say it like in the world, like it can how normal people say it. Yeah. They'll be like, how how much as how much you want something, your desire for something will drive you to getting that. Yes. So how much? How desperate how, are how you? How do you want? How desperate are you to being healed? Yeah. How desperate are you to knowing the truth? Yes. Have you ever asked, does this God exist? Well, I've asked those questions. Yeah. That why is it, if he exists, why are bad things happening? You know, is is the question you ask? That's the answer you receive. You never, I'll never get the answer. Yeah. So okay, why is it that? Why can't I live this life? If I have this life, yes. You understand? And is that's like a basic truth? How much do you want something? Mm. Because how much do you want to overcome that situation? It will drive you to the answer eventually. Yes. You will yes. get to the answer. Yes. Especially when you are you are a Christian. When you are a Christian, the Holy Spirit is like. How can I describe describe him? He just like he's, he's hungry to answer to you, respond to your question. Like before, immediately the thought is coming, he has given you the answer. Yeah. That is how he is. And I, the reason why I said, especially when you're a Christian, is because people in the world, they ask questions too. Yeah. They even ask more questions. But their questions drive them to the evil, drives them to the worst things I can imagine. Makes them become so philosophically um, negative. That's where atheism mm. comes from, you know. I've not, you know, different kind of doctrines are come from that because they ask questions. But those of us that are even Christians, we don't ask the questions. We just follow status quo. We just say, okay, this is how it is. We have and to. And the Holy Spirit will ready. Once you are you are having those questions, it starts leading you to yes, materials. Start yes. Yes. Start videos, connecting start things. Well, you have to make that move. Yes, you have to ask you have a to question. Yeah, you, you just hungry. like. You have yes. To, you know, but the beautiful thing is, you know, in the natural way, you might be hungry and the food is not there. When it comes to God, whatever food that you need to satisfy that hunger is available. So it's not a matter of is there food. Yeah. It's a matter of how hungry yeah. are you. Uh, how because much the food can you eat? is more than enough. Exactly. It's more than enough. Just like in the days of the Israelites in the, in the book of Exodus, they were God was raining down manna. So they were eating as much as they could. It was more than enough. It wasn't a matter. In fact, when they were tired of manna, they said they wanted meat. God sent sent quails. So they started eating meat too. Something like chicken. They ate, the Bible said they ate till it came out from their nose. That it was so much. And it was being refreshed every single day. And one lesson to see from that is God did not allow them to store for the next day. The, the meat they ate for each day disappeared after that day. The next day, fresh one comes. It means you need to refresh your knowledge. Okay. Bible says renew your mind. Mm, yeah. And and e- e- every day is unique. Every day is unique. You know, there's there's a different your, your application, success. Yeah, your application of the words today is not what you apply to tomorrow. We apply it to your health. You need the knowledge to apply to your health today. You yeah. need the knowledge to apply it to your finance tomorrow. Yes. You cannot say, oh, after read the Bible, finish, and you yes. need anything. Yes. It has to be fresh, just like in eating too. You can't you can't eat for the next one year. Yeah. Well, you can't load your house with food. Eat, 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 eat. You see, they're not eating again. I'm not All right. So we'll stop here for today. Continue tomorrow. Let's take our confession. I speak in the authority of Jesus. I speak in the authority of Jesus. And declare that God's will. And declare that God's will. 
plans and purposes for the church and the nations of the world are established. His righteousness rules in men's hearts and in the nations because all souls and every nation belong to Jesus Christ. God's kingdom is established in the earth and in the heart of men as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now we'll go further to to pray. Hallelujah.